Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. This fall, I traveled the country promoting my book Razzle Dazzle, a selection of poems written over two decades, taken from five previous books, plus new poems. It was exhausting, but full of pleasures. In addition to lounging in hotel rooms, taking in cityscapes, and laughing it up with old and new friends over delicious meals, I especially love being in dialogue with emerging writers. Some very smart and intuitive questions arose during the question and answer periods and at book signing tables, including one from a student at John Hopkins. When you read poems from this book, Are you transformed to a younger self, like a script from the past? How do you inhabit the time between when you wrote the poem and today? Wow, okay. Let's see. The question paused me. Poets often secretly wish their poems to be read into the future, to transcend time, to possess perennial relevance. Putting the book together was an exercise in testing each poem's usefulness today. Occasionally, the illusions and wisdoms gained in a poem lose their purchase on our lives. Yet, each poem is like a talking snapshot. The experience of reading and choosing poems for Razzle Dazzle was like listening to pictures speak back to me about my old self. I laughed whenever a poem revealed my high-mindedness, felt a pang whenever a poem exposed my ambitions, and winced when painful events alluded to in poems, events I had not thought about in years, exposed my frailties. For each reading event this fall, I put together a set list that created a journey, an arc that ultimately shouted out by the final poem, a triumphant I am here. I am here singing my life. Today's poem beautifully speaks to the notion of writing toward a future self and understands that the echoes, even of one's breathing, are found in patterns of our thinking. To do, write cephalopod poem by Eleni Sicelianos. I write something down for my future self. I wanted to change what myself does later. I wanted to make my future self know the past thought. Rude time has a role in this. It's been me now and me then all along in the feedback loop. Weird. The then can occupy a past or a future. I was a child then. Then, when I'm a hundred, I'll hoot like an owl. Now I'm writing. 
write cephalopod poem, like a fish that sends itself a signal. This electrical output is from me, so it doesn't get confused by another fish's message, mistake itself for someone else. I'll read those marks later and know what to do. Write cephalopod poem, or who I am, writing. I am signaling to myself to get organized, just like cells tangled up in trying to build a tentacle. Here, I've written it, cephalopod poem. Along with everything else going on inside you, it's a memory of the first chemical kisses not on Earth, because Earth didn't exist yet. When all this kissing started, The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.